Taking your emails and taking your calls. Ignorant and uninformed. Let's do this. Let's do this. Stuff happening? I was, hoping, we... I was hoping to leave by like 5.30. So oh. we'll be right on time. Oh, sure. yeah? How's oh. it? 4.58. Let's crank it up. Yeah, we got oh. it. We got two minutes. <laughs> oh, sweet. sweet. Well, I guess there'll be no salutations. And, uh... <laughs> it's all good, man. It's all good. No thank yous. I'm here for you. I'm here for you. I enjoy Aww. talking. I just enjoy talking with you guys. It's, oh, yeah. You know, it's a highlight of my week. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Ignorant Uninformed, America's favorite podcast. Coming to you live from beautiful Keystone, Colorado, here in Consensual Studios at 545 Productions. That's right, baby. We're back. And I am joined, as always, by our boomerang gone? hosts, Mr. Jeff Watson. We were, I don't know. I'll fly back and hit you in the balls. Right. <laughs> and Mr. Max Trirang Sarakistan I'm Surak. glad you caught that because I was about to. Yes, the Trirang's where it's at. Everyone you knows. damn straight <laughs> they are. Is there one up in here? Uh, no, there's a super looper. Shout out Pops. Uh, <laughs> there's two. Oh, no, there are. There, there's behind four me, right? behind you, actually. Yeah. yeah. And it's right not next enough to the space. Velociraptor. Oh, I just, and... oh, it's funny. I glanced at that. I was like, is that a dildo? It's a dildo. From like, my point, the, I just see one shaft coming oh, out. Right out from behind me. Uh, yeah. I'm I, like, can, I can see you. At first, like, is that a neon dildo? It is. It no. is. No, it it's is. The, that's the tri-rang. The magic of the tri-rang, that's my right. friend. Three dudes at the same time. Yeah. That's right. Yep. It's like, <laughs> it's like a <laughs> It's an upside-down bar stool at a gay bar. <laughs> I got a... I don't, I don't know where I was going with that one. <laughs> Hey, this is your podcast. Aren't you proud of this? A 30-minute intro. Let's do this. And this is why I would prefer that we don't sponsor. The book does not sponsor the podcast. <laughs> no, no, no. Not at all. He's under no financial obligation, so I'm uh, under no obligation to give a shit. Mm -hmm. so I'll say whatever I want. Free sponsor. Pepsi. <laughs> Uh, Choice yeah, of a Max, new generation. Is, Max is going to tell you how to get involved with this podcast. <laughs> should you choose to <laughs> yeah. want to yeah, at this if, point, if you want to, if you your... haven't turned it off yet, I yeah. Mean... Well, to that point, I actually was. I just posted episodes yesterday, and last week we got like over a thousand some odd listens, what? which is strange. Like normally, really, yeah. No, what did we talk about? I don't know, uh, and I have no idea if it was like. An RSS feed that mm. was like rebooting or what have you. All I know is that's a lot more than we normally get. Is it a record? Uh, ooh, I don't know. I don't pay enough attention. That's fair. Because usually, that's, like, the numbers stopped mattering a long well, time. That's ago. fair. A thousand's a lot. Because we batch, like, typically I'll batch episodes. So it'll be like, okay, I'm going to post these five and we're set mm. for the next five weeks. Mm. So I only will see, like, that oh, when fair. I'm there. Um, but no, I, I definitely was like, holy shit. So, you know, shout out people. If we got a bunch of new listeners, send us topics. Or it's bots. It's fine, too. Yeah, when I'm pro-bot, you know, Ben always talks about welcoming our robot overlords. But I actively will act. Yeah, like, great. You want to be a bot and listen? Cool. Bots give us topics. If you are smart enough to listen, you are smart <laughs> enough to write a goddamn topic. And we'll give you a t-shirt. And you can Even put it on a... your robot body. Yeah. Even if it's a... Malware or something. Just send us a topic. Or we'll make you robot saints. And then you religion. I'm curious if Tony did anything with subtitles on that. Um, <laughs> I hope so. But uh, twank us on the Twitters, at Iganon. Hit us up on the Facebooks. Message the show. Uh, click the Submit a Topic button on our website or send us an email. Topics at ignorantanduninformed.com. And we will... Uh, happily take your questions and use them to 
make this show together with you guys mm, yes. and gals and yes. however you identify. And then we'll send you free stuff as yeah. our token of thanks. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, play mm-hmm. along at home, mm-hmm. kids. Thanks mm-hmm. so much, friends. We're glad to keep doing it. And as long as... Uh, as long as we want to, we'll keep doing it. Yeah, I was going to say, because like, really, we've even talked no... about running out of topics. I mean, and be like, I there's... don't think that would necessarily stop that us. That wouldn't stop Oh, us. hell no. No, I think this is just our excuse to hang out and, and talk about random And feel semi-productive shit. and sort of committed to it. I don't I know. I mean... I like it. We've learned skills. I don't need this to feel productive. We've gotten better. Jeff doesn't even want to be I ate here. a sandwich oh, I, today. I feel like you will know who this is <laughs> based on the handwriting. I think... I, I can't tell who it is, but it's a good topic. Um, talk about the time each one of you realized you were an adult. Ooh. Do you know this? Hannah, is that Colleen? Oh, I have no idea whose handwriting who this handwriting is. That is. I wish there was... No name on the topic, friends. A name on it. I know. Because that is... No t-shirt for you. A really good fucking question. Well, hot damn. It looks... I'm gonna be sexy. It looks like girl handwriting. It, it's it's definitely large and bubbly. Yeah, like it's not it's not chicken scratchy, which yeah. ten, tends to go with the male. Mm. Yeah, totally. Uh, handwriting. That's why I was guessing. I was no, like, no, no, no. I got you. Um, man, the time you know you were an adult. I'm still waiting for that day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it comes and goes, right? Like there's. Oh yeah. There's think... moments you're like, wow, this is really. Like shit got real. This is yeah. adult shit. I think when when Benji and Jess, uh, like when Riley was born, that was like a sort of a oh. big moment for me. I was like, oh yeah, this is like some of our. Fr- I mean, like Kevin and Robin, my good my good b- buddies. They they had a, a a son, Jack. I think after Riley was born, Riley was. I guess Riley was really the first okay. of like my close friends. Uh, Okay. Benji and Jess were my first close friends to have like a child that I was sort of there for and involved with. Okay. Uh, certainly my niece and stuff. I think my niece and Riley are about the same age. Okay. Riley's in second grade now. She, I think, just turned seven or seven. eight. So first, yeah, that's Maybe. that'd be second grade if she's seven, eight. I'm good with. I'm so I'm good with birthdays, but I've I, and I've said this a lot. Like I've, you guys have seen my wall calendar, so there's birthdays. But like when it comes to the children's, I really need to start putting ages because I have zero context mm. of mm-hmm. like. How have you seen long? our calendar? That's what we I do mean, at some point. <laughs> right, the, it's been a while since you've been over to my house. There was a little. Yeah, I'm not allowed to come over anymore. Apparently. Uh, we it does come up fairly regularly though, Max. I will have you know, like we should have Max over again. Oh. Like Max should come over sometime. <laughs> well, you guys let me know. I'm not I'm like a vampire. I will not invite myself over to your house. <laughs> you must be invited in. I mean, you just show up at three a.m. It sounds like. <laughs> yeah, it's right. I'm here to kick it with Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Wake up that baby. <laughs> that's, that's right. Let's do shots. You like hip hop, kid? Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> I mean, do you invite yourself over to people's houses? Do you invite your Never, never, no. Exactly, yeah. As Um, a kid, (laughs) time was different then. True. Can I come over to your house? Yeah, that's when you couldn't text people. You just show up at their house. Also fair, and it was like neighborhood kids. Yeah, remember you would like knock on the door. You'd be like, "Hey, is 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 Billy home?" Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Like then somebody like, "Oh no, sorry, he's at baseball practice." Yeah. Okay. Cool. Ride your bike to the next house. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. It. um... Kyle home. Mm -hmm. Okay. So moments I've. You want to play? Like an adult, there was a really. You would ask if they could come out and play. That I remember that. Like, mm-hmm. can can Billy come out and play? Mm-hmm. 
there was a really strange instance where <laughs> my dad, they, my folks were out here, and I was working at Borders, I think, at the time. And my dad, what did he even stop in there for? For some reason, I can't remember the precipitating event. He stopped in the medical center, St. Anthony's, at the base of River Run. And, like, based on symptoms, they thought it was something with his heart. And so they strapped him to, like, they x-rayed him. And the x-ray tech misread the x-ray and thought that his aorta was, like, enlarging. So he ends up flight for life down to Denver, like, with the quickness. What? Um, I've never heard this story. And, I, I mean, I really think it's what caused him to start writing books. And quarter, sort of like, begin, you know, it's like one of those life-threatening moments to like take you, mm. you know, take mm-hmm. stock of your life. Mm-hmm. And so helicopter ride down to Denver, everything was fine. But I got a, I mean, I got a teary-eyed phone call from my mom who I had never seen shed a tear in my mm. entire life. And I can remember that being a moment where it was like, oh, fuck, like, okay, this is like some real life adult shit. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, and the second one that comes to mind, yeah, they they all have to do with parent with my folks at this point was when we went over to Germany and like seeing you know, my parents have done a fair amount of traveling in their lives, but they've always done it in a very like cush, easy way where Insulated. it was with, like tour groups and everyone was handling all the logistics. And so pretty much it was like get on this bus and go here and see this and you know, that's a fine way to travel. Um but there was none of that when we went over to Germany. And mm-hmm. so it was just like, okay, you're in Berlin now. And, you know, can't read the street signs and it's busy. And so they definitely seemed very out of sorts and not comfortable. Mm-hmm. And that was another moment recently where it was like, okay, I'm going to take charge here. Like <laughs> I have the fortunate uh, life experiences of doing a fair amount of traveling in my days. And so like okay being plopped down in a foreign city where you don't speak the language and you don't know where to do the things like cool i can i can deal with this and it's like i'll i'll go ahead and take charge i'll be dad now mm-hmm. uh and so those are the two moments that come the most readily to my mind yeah i would say like dealing with uh yeah i guess parent stuff sort of comes to mind dealing with uh you know estate things with Debbie and and her sisters, which has been, Mm -hmm. as I think I've mentioned on this podcast, not the easiest process, uh, but, you know, just like, oh, shit, like thinking about, well, when our parents are gone and then, you know, like when we'll have to figure all this out and uh, I don't know, like that, that's sort you know, just sort of thinking about like doing those, you know, the millennials love to say adulting right oh i adulted today like you know those kind of activities like but i do remember i will say benji and i would have like the most domestic conversations as i guess you know it's sort of like one of my only other married friends who was my age like we would sit and talk like literally we would talk lawn care for no reason (laughs) like we'd be like oh yeah hey what did you do man your grass looks really good oh yeah you know just (laughs) mow it twice a week yeah make sure you get enough water in there but you don't want to do it at the right time of day you know we would literally have those conversations is it is it the progressive commercials or guy i forget what company it is where the dude is like having the seminars about turning into your parents progressive uh those are really good i i like them as well i just feel like we should have been sitting out there in our chacos 
Astros and White Sox. <laughs> yeah, buddy. And just like, you know, having a beer. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, I don't drink any I only drink the micro brew stuff. I I got a rule. If I can't ride my bike there, I don't I don't drink from the brewery. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> it's What's like a... Colorado dad. Like mm-hmm. what I mean like uh uh when your son was born, like the first time you held him, uh, was that, that was like... for real. I mean like <laughs> I, I was getting there. I was trying to think of like okay, pre parenthood to... stuff first. Oh, okay, my bad. That is certainly probably the biggest one in my life like yeah I, I would say so yeah yeah i mean like i think you know think things like where you're suddenly faced with imminent you know the possibility of of death or danger or you know the medical complications and mortality yeah you face yeah mortality thank you that's i couldn't think of the word um but, you know, like th- there were some some moments where there were things happening during De- Debbie's pregnancy that we weren't sure what was going on. And it was like, uh-huh. oh, man. And then and then like uh, and then she had a C-section. And, and so that was like different than we were anticipating and had been preparing nine months for. Uh, and that was sort of like the la- it was the last I mean, it was scheduled. So we sort of knew what was happening. But it wasn't until those last couple weeks that it was like for sure we're going to go with the C-section because that's the only way. Cause he was like breach and not moving. I mean, he was moving, but not, <laughs> not rotating in the right way to be head first. Right. Uh, so, and he's a, he's a beautiful, perfect little child. <laughs> spoken, <laughs> spoken like dad, yeah, which yeah. is good. So, but yeah, that was definitely, I mean, I, that, that I remember like being, it was the longest, it was probably 20 minutes it was I was already a little emotional and tearful uh, just because Debbie was, you know, we were in the hospital room. It didn't feel like we were there much more than an hour. And then they were like, OK, time to go. And like and and so they like and Debbie, Debbie walked to the surgical ward because um, they have put you on the surgical, you know, Jesus bed. Uh, and and so and so they go into this. And so I like followed. uh at one point, but like before we went, like she, we both just like, we just needed a moment to be like, and she was just, you know, emotional and scared and, yeah, you know, so she, so we just held each other and cried in the bathroom of our, of our hospital room in hospital gowns and scrubs. Yeah. And it was like, it was, and then eventually they were like, okay, no, we really need, do need to go. So they came back and got <laughs> Like, okay, dry after. your eyes. We got to do this shit. Yeah, it was a couple of minutes. <laughs> no, but fine. then it was like, so I followed and then she goes into the surgical thing and they prep her for surgery. And I just, they're just like, okay, dad. And it, that was weird because everyone started calling you dad. In the oh. hospital. And uh, and then you're like standing oh. out there in this, ha- in this hallway in these scrubs that like, they're like, yeah, you got to put these clothes on. And I was like, okay. And you don't see every once in a while somebody comes out to go get something or go. Oh, do you something weren't in else. there. And no, I, well, I was, but they had, it was like this 20 minute prep period oh. where they, you know, they did the shaving and the, mm-hmm. or no, they did that in the hospital room, but like they did, you know, they had to get her, uh, the spinal and all that other stuff, mm-hmm. and, you mm-hmm. know, and get her strapped down and start prep for the incision. And then literally I was there and it was like, three minutes and the baby was out. Like it was, yeah. so they finally came to get me, but I, it was like a sobering, like just bare sold moment out there by myself. Oh like yeah. Prepping Alone. Myself yeah. Yeah. For what was about to Dude, happen. What was your like, self-talk like? It was, 
it was intense, man. There were moments <laughs> when I was like, I was like on the verge of tears anyway, because I was, yeah, you know, because of what had just happened in the room and like, and then they were about to come get me. And I was just like, okay, whenever they come in and I was just like, I just, I hope this is, I, you know, I hope it all goes well. I hope, you know, Debbie's doing okay. Like, how's she doing? I wish I could be there right now. Like even just holding your hand, like I couldn't see her and. And then, uh, and then they were like, okay, it's time. Come on in dad. And I was like, okay. And so I was, uh, and then I had, I had this thought, like, as I was walking through the doors, I was like, okay, I need to run. No, I'm just kidding. no, it was like, I gotta be, I gotta be stone faced. I gotta be like, like oh. positive. I can't oh. be scared. I can't be, oh, you know, okay. like just mm-hmm. for, for Debbie's sake. Cause she will smell your fear. Well, it's the only, and he will <laughs> never. And I must you. assert dominance <laughs> exactly. over this child. So I slapped Second the kid. I peed on him <laughs> and hugged him. They gave me some Pooped scissors. I started mm-hmm. attacking the child. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did cut the cord. That was exciting. Oh, wild! That nice. was. Weird. Was it hard to? I mean, was it? What's the texture of a cord? Is it like? It, it is tougher than you would imagine. It's like beef jerky. I okay. Think. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's not. It's not like <laughs> soggy beef jerky. It's like uh, <laughs> like partially reconstituted like, beef jerky. Like a like a like a rubber Twizzler. Hose. Like cutting okay. cutting a a bike inner tube. Okay. Did you have so to it, use both hands, or were you able to uh, one hand it? I used yeah, one hand. Like garden shears. They held it. You did not. <laughs> I should have chewed I, it. I bought it and I sucked out all those precious cells. Yes! I mean, right. I know you guys ate that placenta. And now you're a superhero. They did ask us if we wanted and it. And then we you actually, went vegan. We donated it for science. Oh, sweet. Nice. Uh, and and because uh, you can like get, you can keep it mm-hmm. and yeah. stuff. Yeah, now people have parties like, and eat it and shit. Yeah. They'll put like pills in it. They'll like powder it and put it in capsules so you can... What? I've never yeah, heard of that, that style. That I've heard. But I mean, if you're going to eat it, like, I would much rather. Some people take like saute that shit. Pills for, for medicinal reasons than, like, eat placenta. No, I'd fry it up like pork chops. Would and, you? And yeah. Just, like, mm, why not? Bre- Probably really up. good gravy. Mm. Nope. <laughs> nope. <I'm good. laughs> uh, anyway, so that, that, was, that was a very, like. You're not adults. But that moment, like, <laughs> about, like before you're a parent, like, be- before I was yeah. like. There was a definite like, you know, you see that little baby come out and 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 it just changes you, man. Like it, it and I know it's cliche and everybody says it, but it, it's yeah, weird. Well, There's like there was a moment before and I wasn't a dad, and then suddenly I was a dad, and that and mm-hmm. all that came with it. I was I like, mean, oh shit. Cliches become cliches for a reason. Yeah, like they are. Mm-hmm. It's funny hearing you talk and like so many of yours have to do with life and so many of mine have to do with death because the other one Mm. that I came to mind was when my dad's dad passed away. I was actually in China and they delayed the funeral so I could get back in time um, just by like a day or two. Mm. But it was super – it was interesting because he was definitely like a paragon pillar of the community kind of dude. Um, And so it was a big – ceremony and i can remember like thinking about what i was going to say and and, like talking through that and it was fascinating coming from you know i just spent time in tibet where like sky burials like oh did you die sweet we're gonna chop you up and put you in rice and feed you to vultures and that's a different you know because you can't like they live in rock like there is no burial yeah um and but i mean that's such a radically different way to treat death Mm -hmm. than the pageantry and the formality and the like everything that we do over here and are accustomed mm-hmm. to. And so I can remember like trying to reconcile those and make sense of it. Um, and I don't know if that necessarily made me feel like an adult or just, yeah, it was just a different perspective and like yeah. coming into a situation. I mean, certainly like adulting things like, 
of getting a oh, get taking out a life insurance policy and well, I was going to ask you like I mean like starting the business Jeff and mm-hmm. then like recently like new business ventures mm-hmm. and like is there a moment when signing those contracts or anything where you're like fuck I think the new thing it's whatever because after the first business that was the like holy fuck okay this is real okay yeah that was scary signing that first loan like okay yeah we're gonna do this shit yeah and then quitting my other job just to solely do the business that was huge too yeah i feel like i can vaguely remember the build up in that but i remember being very very oh i hated my life before no exactly (laughs) you talk i mean you talk about like a weight being lifted oh my lord i became a different person overnight i was gonna say yeah would you what did you do to celebrate that Jesus, I don't even remember. Yeah, fair. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember if I like. How, yeah. how did that like come about? The business? Can we talk about that or not? Is that like a thing? I'm just curious. Like when you and Chris decided to do the arcade, get the arcade, and, and oh, that's like, a great story, man. <laughs> like, I mean, I know that's been like a lifelong dream. Of yeah. Yours. You well, talked I mean, about it since middle school or something. But. Oh yeah, for sure. But we used to because we worked at the same restaurant. Yeah. For a long time, and that's a. I mean, it's a dead end job. You're you're always you're going to be capped at how much money you make, and it's like okay, I don't like being poor. So we always we go on hikes and we brainstorm ideas for businesses. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that was. I mean, we probably came up with ten other ideas before we came up with the arcade. And we were like, holy shit, this could be legit. And we, I remember I remember this. We went back to Chris's apartment, and we were looking at arcade games, see how much they cost to buy, because we had no fucking idea. We didn't know any of that stuff. Yeah, of course. We knew nothing. And we were like, yeah, we can do this. I mean, that's the funniest thing of it all. We went to the bank with a business plan about something we had no idea about. Nice. And that was, yeah. yeah I mean, that's a like, learning experience. Yes. Yeah, they are like, this looks pretty good. We'll give you the money. And we were like, holy fuck, they're going to give us the money. Now yeah. we got to actually do it. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, though, like the location you had. Oh, no. I mean, it was not going to be a loser. <laughs> no. I mean, we just saw an opportunity and jumped on it. No doubt. No and you that. guys had been, I mean, like how long yeah. have you guys been friends? You and Chris? 35, no, 38 years. Okay. Right. It's yeah. Like, Since grade really school. Crazy. And like in grade school, correct me if I'm wrong, like you guys did actually dream yeah. about like owning an arcade. No, we go to the arcade at the mall and wouldn't it be cool to own an arcade one day? I mean, it was yeah. just like. Now I am I am less enthused about the show How I Met Your Mother in in recent years, <laughs> just like sort of after it wrapped up, and it was like meh. I was really into it for a while. Okay, uh, and and less so now. I'm still I still think it's a fine show. But one of the truest things I think that show ever hit on was that like every set of guy friends says something to the effect of we should open a bar oh yeah <laughs> like we should totally open a bar oh, 100%. like everybody that's like the dream but i was like i feel like that was like we should open an oh, arcade. oh hell we yeah. should totally open an arcade no that's like the joke yeah you know and like the new business so we were getting real estate and we had to come up we have to start another company Oh, yeah. It has to be a separate company to own the real estate. Sure. So years ago, I mean, at this point, it's no, 25 years ago, we were, we used to videotape ourselves being drunk. And so I've seen, dude, that was still one of my all time favorite Christmases was when at Chris and (laughs) Farrah's spot, like you guys busted out those videos. Yeah. So one time we were at the river and you've probably seen this video and someone says, oh, where's so-and-so? Oh, he's down by the river. 
And so we were, we joked. We were like, one day we're going to have a company called Down by the River. <laughs> and, now? and so we named the new company Down by the River Holdings. And I was just like, that made me want to cry because it's like we've been talking about that for decades. That's yeah. awesome. And man. I said to my mom, it's so much fun when dreams become reality because you're like, wow, this is fucking cool. Yeah, dude. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my adult shit. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can remember, like, in that Dreams Becoming Reality, Benji has a story that he would tell about, like, the first time he came to Colorado and eventually moving to Colorado. And, you know, this place where we're recording has been in my family for uh, a couple generations now. And, like, I can remember being a kid out here and, like, just, you know, like... Keystone is different than Canton. Ben, you've been to Canton. Like it's a different, <laughs> it's a different world. And I can remember always being a kid, like, why don't my parents live here? Like it's so much cooler mm. here. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, if I was, if I lived there, I would have people over and I would throw parties and it would be fun. And uh, <laughs> I've, I've fucking done that. Yeah, <laughs> like, you've had yeah. a lot of parties and a lot of fun. <laughs> no, it's just yeah. it. at this spot. It's man. just it. And so it was like, huh? Isn't that a trip? Weird. Yeah. Um. So I can, yeah, I can. And that, but like, so that's actually like a reverse. You know, this question's about like, when do you feel like an adult, right? Mm-hmm. But like, shit like that, hearing your story mm-hmm. about down by the river holdings and mm-hmm. you and Chris, like, that shit makes me feel like a kid, right? Oh, 100%. In the idea that like, oh, magic is still real. Like, oh, yeah. Good shit happens and dreams can come true. Oh, 100%. And, yeah. yeah, you just have to, sometimes you have to be patient. Yeah. If, if you want it bad enough, it'll happen. Yeah. You may have to wait 30 fucking years. But that's okay. And, like, Lord knows, yeah. yeah I mean, that is a long game. Yeah. On, you know, you're... This podcast is a, certainly a testament to that. <laughs> <laughs> I will say. I mean, it's not, even, it's not even a third of the way to 30 years yet. Uh, hell yeah. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> right? I'll be 65 if we make it there. I mean... <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. That'd be funny, though. Who'd listen to three six Bunch guys of old in their dudes. 60s? Dude, podcasting will never be bigger than it will when we are in our 60s. Yeah, who yep. knows what it'll be You're then. Right. Yeah. Future prognostications by Max. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dude, like but when, when like people who are our age and a little older, like when we all start retiring, we're all just hanging out at home. What are we what gonna else fucking are you gonna do? do? Like maybe podcasts will be crazy. Yeah. We might have to do bi weekly. <gasps> oh god. Gasp. I don't think we could handle it. Our <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, uh, some of y'all are gonna have to edit those episodes. You, you, guys, <laughs> you guys can start editing out those breaths. Fair. There'll <laughs> yeah, be a lot of smacking. The lips. mouth noises. God, my dentures fell out. out. I mean, is that is that like? Does that feel like uh, legit adulting to you? Like you're now recording a book. You're a professional oh, voiceover dude, artist. Now. No way. No, that feels like a joke. Like I laugh every time. <laughs> like as frustrating as it has been, and as tedious as it is to like literally edit out breaths from <laughs> two hundred like hours of audio. Like it's a complete. It's ridiculous. Like to me, like there's people like I know what it's like to go to work and punch a clock and you know have thankless shifts at a restaurant. But like, okay, well, what do you get to do today? Like, oh well, today I'm going to talk to my friend about this comic book that we're going to write, and then I'm going to sit down at this computer and I'm going to edit out some breath works on this audio book that I recorded. And like, <laughs> oh, and then Mondays that's the day I go make Dungeons and Dragons videos with my friends. Like. This is what you do for work? Like, oh, sometimes I write books for people about things and I learn stuff. <laughs> like, I mean, in the scope, like, that's another one of those moments where it's not about feeling an adult at all. It's more about just like, holy shit. I, uh, something I've thought about, you know, we talked about the Fireball parody that yes. I look forward to doing. And 
when I was in high school, my friends and I would make videos for projects at like every instant we could, like in any, in like specifically in a couple oh, yeah. classes. Right. Yeah. And so like making videos Same. with friends, like tape to tape, mm-hmm. uh, was like something I've always done. And so there are moments like talking about peak D&D when we're doing shit where it's like, holy shit, I'm, I'm just here and I'm, it's like 20 years later. 30 years later, I'm just making movies with my friends, man. I'm just making funny shit with my <laughs> friends. And, like, that makes me feel good. There, uh, yeah, yeah. And, like, there was, like, in middle school, there was this stint where, like, I don't even remember how we had to do it for the announcements, but I ended up, like, being, a, like, a, a weekend update correspondent in middle school uh, at some point and, like, doing shit on that in, like, very bad voices. Um, but, like, again, like, I think about that, too, and it's like, fuck, that is, is like, weird laying the foundations for shit mm-hmm. to happen. Oh, yeah, man. I, I'm, we made, like, the stupidest videos and stuff. <laughs> I made this one, and I edited it on a, on a VCR TV combo. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Like, I plugged in the camera, and then I would just, like, hit record on the yep. good takes, and, like, that's how I would sequence. Mm-hmm. That was my first editor, was a fucking VHS yeah. tape. And now I'm, like, I work on Adobe Premiere Pro, and I put out fucking YouTube videos on my spare time, which I don't have much of these days. Yeah. <laughs> I'm lucky to get, like, one but, out every two weeks. But but I appreciate the spare time you do have. Ah, using great. it for that. Yes. It, uh, so, yeah, no, those are things that make me feel more like a kid. Um, and like, I imagine, like, I, I don't know if I were you, Jeff, and I were sitting there, like, I mean, when you're like counting money after like at the arcade, like after a good month or a good day, like I would probably be like, I would probably feel like a kid, like, holy shit, we did oh. what? Oh yeah. No, <laughs> like, I mean, it's, yeah. It's I feel awesome, like man. the ultimate being adult is making your childhood dreams come true. That's how I look at life. Ooh, that's, know, that's, that's fucking profound, man. You yeah. like that? Yeah. No, that's it's good. good, man. Yeah. It's Can true. I get the things I dreamed about? Yeah. 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 That's, that's when you feel the most adult. I mean. It's when you feel the most mm-hmm. like a kid as yeah. an adult. Yeah. Because you did something most, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe that means. The most badass. Or you got lucky. I mean, you know. There's a little bit of luck in yeah. every oh, success there is. story, you know? There is. Luck Absolutely. favors the prepared. I believe yeah. that. Yeah. The luck bus. You just yeah. got to get on when you're ready. Yeah. Yeah. When you see the opportunity. That's yeah. fair. Right place, right time. That's powerful. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And open eyes. Yeah. And yeah. And seeing the opportunity. And then well, having the courage. Yeah. To fucking take it. For sure. Yeah. For sure. It's a scary leap. Because that's, and maybe that's like the adulting, that's the adulting part is like that courage to take that leap and take that risk. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thanks for downloading and listening to Ignorant and Uninformed. We've been your hosts, Mr. Jeff Watson. Thank you. Mr. Max Sarakistan Sarak. Are we going to get you out of here by 530? Yeah, man, we're great. Okay. This is great. We're just right at 30 minutes. So okay. Like it's, and it was just a nice time to wrap up. Okay. I am Ben Hollywood Whitmore. <laughs> hey, make sure you check us out on whatever podcaster you're listening to us on and so hit that subscribe button. Go ahead and uh, send us a topic to topics at ignorantuninformed.com. You can check out all the podcasts at ignorantuninformed.com. Uh, we have a Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash ignorantuninformed. <laughs> we do. We yeah. also have a Twitter account <laughs> at Ig and, and, un, and Instagram. And Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> we have two. We have at Ignorant and Uninformed and at Ig and Un. Oh, we got two? But I we have a we bot account? We really use at Ig and Un. I mean, use is a wrong verb. Yes, it exists. It exists. True. So, you know, maybe give us a reason to check it more often. <laughs> no, no, don't do that unless you want to use some of your free time to man that feed. Instagrams. I have, I have I all the updates come to my phone. Oh, so if, if anything happens, oh, cool. I'll know. Great. Just let me tell you. 
nothing's really happened. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll be not back much next week patience. with a brand new epidose of hot ass pressures. Just get that patience. <laughs> if there's one thing in this world that I do not fucking understand, it's goddamn Instagram. Oh, actually, it's TikTok. I, I was going to say like TikTok TikTok's... better, but I I don't understand it. I'm old. Get off my lawn. We'll be back next week <laughs> with a brand new. There's episode. adult. <laughs> hot a, hot ass freshness. All up technology in your work. Now, when you could say "get off my lawn," oh, that's when you're. Oh, yep. technology. No, I laugh. My and mom. Peace off. <laughs> <laughs>